All right, somebody mentioned it. Uh, uh, Japanese Classics Cruise. Are you guys coming? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't yeah, miss me those. Too. Sweet. Well, actually, my first one. Well, awesome. Awesome. Do you do you have any idea how many people are coming? Not a clue. Awesome. Uh, I I don't think I'm going to be able to be there. Why? Um, be, well, okay. Here's, here's, here. <laughs> when was the last time you made it to one? Uh, it was fall 2021. Really? Yeah, I rode with Billy. Uh, I, I, I haven't driven on one <laughs> in quite some time, which is depressing for me, so I don't go. It's, it's very upsetting. Anyways, uh, I am fresh off of getting married, uh, officially for the you know the big one whatever uh had the the big celebration and i am one weddings poorer than i was <laughs> uh, six months ago so <laughs> uh, i have even less money to try to do anything with my car right now so uh yeah hopefully soon my wife will get a job and uh <laughs> wait is she gonna hear this or no <laughs> <laughs> not a chance <laughs> perfect <laughs> My brother will, and he might tell her. So yeah, it's it's fine. Don't say anything, Nick. Um, soon, soon, I will be back. I am so anxious to get back to actually driving the cruise. But anyways, I'm interested to hear what you guys, if you get you know, hear what you guys think about the cruises or are if you're excited about them or what. Oh have my you. god, it's it's so much fun. That that route is amazing. It's it's much lighter than the kind of stuff that you guys do. I know you guys go like we'll take the same general route and just go all the way out to West Virginia and back. Yeah, we'll uh we call it the Elkins run. We'll we haven't done one yet this year, which is really depressing. It is. We need to. Cuz because I again have not been on an Elkins run with our group of friends. Everybody's got their cars is back. The, is that the Elkins uh part uh camping area yes. in West Virginia? Okay. Yes. Um, so what we do is we just jump on 64 and get off at Stanton, get back on 250, because <clears throat> it's cool, Broad Street goes all the way out there. And then as soon as you cross into the West into West Virginia on 250, that road is anything but straight or flat for a very long time. It eventually, through many, 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 many corners and elevation changes and glorious scenery that I'm sure is out there somewhere, but I'm not looking because I'm on the road. Um, it runs into 33 at Elkins. Oh. Yep. That's cool. It is. And then Dom found one dope camping spot there. It's like right on the river, right? It the is. Creek. It's in a trailer park, essentially, and there's two primitive campsites, and they give us both of them. Oh, and they are, sick. they're like, there's the main level that the rest of the campground is at. And then this is like set down next to the river. It's essentially in the floodplain of the river. Um, and it's like right on the inside of a bend. And it's just a, a sheer rock cut on either side. The river cut down to the bedrock. It could not be more picturesque. That's awesome. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing. Um, and then we pick up 33 the next day. So we'll go out there, camp overnight, 33 in the morning, which... Yeah, debatable which of those roads is more fun, but it's... So you go out 250 and back 33? Yep. Oh, that's awesome. I have done that drive in one day. It is a 10-hour loop from Richmond. Nah, fam. <laughs> I've not been out there. Jersey took... Jersey took... We had... It was really like when I did my sway bar. That was like the first mod I did to my car. 
was the rear sway bar and that's a good one to do to that it car. Is, it is. It honestly it was also changed. my first. Yeah, dude. Honestly, like from what I was just reading online and stuff, it was the best bang for your buck mod of the whole entire car, like performance in general. And yeah, sure enough, I bought exactly what everybody said to buy, and it is like made it a. There's a reason why everyone says to buy it. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we, after I did that, like every weekend we were going out just driving whatever we do the five and dime run you know with the ferry and then we went out towards west virginia a couple times and we ended up on some like some nice roads out there it was like it was like i don't even want to say nice never called me (laughs) it was like one and a half lanes wide road like farm roads that were just twisties that no there was nobody miles of us like just people who lived out there which i don't even think we passed a car in all many many miles but we hit some roads out there that was actually i was on my daily driver brake pads and we hit a downhill sec i think that you know the you know the the road that i'm talking about but it was like a very steep downhill twisty twisty road we got to the bottom of that thing and man i had no brake my brakes were so faded and hot and smoking everybody dylan could smell them like a mile behind in his corvette he's like i thought it was my brakes and mine were just smoked yeah, I I'm probably gonna be taking my wife's fit on the cruise this time. So tonight I was bleeding the brake fluid for the I flushed the brake fluid for the first time ever in the fit. That fit had seven year old brake fluid in it, so now it's got some nice Motul six sixty in there. I had brake pads on order, but FedEx cr- screwed me over today, so I didn't get them. But still, really, no, yeah, it's going around apparently. Um, but I'll have new brake pads on it probably like midnight Friday night before the cruise, and then. As one does. As one does. Corey has a fun story about doing breaks the night before, or the morning of the cruise. Yes, actually, technically the morning of the cruise. Uh, I, um, I did, I did either the front and rears on my Miata, and the fronts on a uh, SW20 MR2. Um, and I don't think I finished till two thirty in the morning, the the morning of the cruise, and you know we meet at seven o'clock in the morning or whatever at the I was when we were meeting at the sheets over on Broad. Uh, as I was exiting sixty four onto onto Broad Street right there, uh, one no no I'm sorry I was driving, um I was driving the the MR two and uh the MR two driver was driving my Miata, um because I was doing the shakedown on the MR two I did the Miata the night before one of the caliper bolts fell out of my Miata, like right at, right at, right on the exit. This is the recipe for a great time. Yeah. So, and, and like, so we pulled, we, you know, we whipped it into the sheets and like, you know, there's a million car guys there. So we all piled around and got underneath it real quick and figured out what the problem was. And I just basically walked across the street to advance and got a bolt and came back and bolted and it was totally fine. But, uh, yeah, it was a very late night and a very early morning for a very long day of being in the car <laughs> and a very great yeah it was a great time uh, yeah it's <laughs> it, it's it no it's a lot of fun that that car was beautiful on that on that road I, lo- I loved it so much um i did i did forget we we did forget to talk about what we were drinking it's not super interesting uh but we do usually go around and talk about what we were drinking i'll go last oh why because you're the only interesting one here yeah, maybe. <laughs> 
what do you have there between both bottles? I don't know which I want to talk about less. I mean, old, old reliable, old reliable. When you can have any beer you want, it's got to be Corona. Yep. And then body armors are essentially a rite of passage of working in this dyno. So that's what it seems to be. <laughs> yeah, it's just the way it is. Um, and I also am holstering old reliable. <laughs> a, um, very, very probably year old fresh Corona Extra. Fresh from the seven eleven across the street. That's right. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. I am I am also drinking a Corona Extra because I am because it basic. was it, I am basic and it basic. was here. Now we're gonna hear the only person who's drinking no, anything I mean, cultured was, at all. It was available. The beer was available. I can't turn down a Yingling. I absolutely cannot hate you for that at all. Uh, I happen to have a Christmas morning in my refrigerator. Hardwood Christmas morning. Um, and my loins. It got it got slightly cold last week, a little bit. So it's you know time for cold weather beer. Absolutely. It's also uh, time for chili. Yeah, I know. I am excited. To I make made some my chili. first pot about two weeks ago. Nice, nice. I plan on I plan on making some soon. Um, and I also have in here a beer that everybody's going to hate except for me. Um, this, I believe I was actually drinking one of these last time, this X-Halt Imperial Fruited Sour. I was going to say, if it's not grapefruit flavored, I'm probably in. No me gusta. Oh, it actually doesn't. Ha- I thought it had the... Like a description? A description on this can. I think we just looked it up last time. Uh, you probably will not like this beer. <laughs> I, I I don't know many people that would like this beer. Honestly, it's me and like two of my friends from Jack Browns. <laughs> there it is, the sexy part of the show. Yeah, that poor and your voice are the sexy parts of this show. <laughs> Got that beer oh, SMR baby. going on. Yeah, this is a fat nine percenter too. Yikes! So <laughs> I'm gonna be feeling it in a few minutes, uh, <laughs> which is great because I brought some scotch with me too. Hey. <laughs> Just to round it out. So we talked a little bit about the event you event you went on last weekend. We talked about what's coming up. Uh, how did you guys get into cars? Hope you're not looking for a good story. Let's hear. Let's hear your best short version of how you got into cars I, I, I will here here's what i'll do for you i will answer the question the way 97 percent of the people that we've had on this podcast have answered this question and it's literally because the fa- because of fast and furious i mean okay like, that is not that was not nah, that's answer. not my story that's it's almost that bad that's though. basically oh, what everybody has said so gran turismo 4 there it is there it is that's that's almost that's how as you good. got into Guess cars what? was a video game also had a rally expansion yeah Really? Yup. Hmm. See, I played. I was. I played Gran Turismo Four, but it was like on one of my friend's older brother's PlayStations because I'm not as I'm not as seasoned as you, Doug, in a nice way of putting it. That is probably the nicest way you could possibly put that. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. I know I'm old. <laughs> um. So as for me, my dad raced circle track. And awesome. Essentially, pretty much him and his friend had race cars in my my garage when I was growing up. Um, so I was just around, you know, loud cars my whole young age. And he would have me helping him in the garage and 
helping him do first startup and revving V8s that were straight piped and shit. And it just, I don't know. I wasn't really like into it, into it until um, I got my first car. And then I started just ripping it apart, <laughs> essentially. Um, it was also a Honda. Well, it was an Acura Integra. And I literally, for no reason, had that thing apart probably way more times than I can count just learning teaching myself I don't know it's just drawn to it I guess and how did you get into the industry by accident (laughs) as one does that's how I got into my career so it's fine (laughs) yeah I mean shoot it made no sense I was a heavy air quote financial advisor out of college um Yes, Jordan. You went from being a financial advisor to being into cars, buddy. What? Wah, Bro. Wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> On the money. Scale. No, I was name. I was an insurance salesman. That's that's what the heavy air quotes are for. Yeah, and then uh, okay. got into my own business. Um, I was in the commercial drone business about three, four years before it was worth being in that business. Um, that didn't go so well. Started working in a detail shop because. The space my business was renting, I had to walk through this shop to get to it. It was a decent office inside their warehouse, essentially. Um, Yeah, but I mean, I was into cars since I was 17 when I got that (laughs) and uh, found my way to this shop. And it's it seems to make sense, especially what I'm doing now on the tuning side of things. So, yeah, it's nice. Uh, as far as me, I obviously, like I just said, I like cars, like being around cars, you know, messing with cars. Um, and I worked a really kind of crappy construction job welding. I was like pretty young. I was 18 and I was welding every day and it kind of sucked. Um, but I was just making money. And then I met one of all, all of our coworkers, Dylan, um, he was fresh out of the Marine Corps and he ended up going to this local speed shop up in Maine, which is where I'm from. And I just pretty much showed interest. I went in there, you know, worked weekends just for free and got my foot in the door and then just worked up from there. I ended up essentially running that shop when Dylan moved down here to Virginia and then he inevitably dragged me down here to Virginia. I say dragged, but like brought me down to Virginia with him and <laughs> got me a job down here. And that's pretty much it. Yeah. What about you, Jordan? Oh. Well, I, I want to hear about you, though. Oh, I went to college for because I was supposed to. And I didn't learn anything that was applicable Fair. to a job. And then I worked at a Toyota dealership, and then I worked at a body shop, and then I worked at a different body shop, and now I work here. Which one? Yeah, my econ degree is doing me a whole lot of good right now, let me tell you. Business IT right here. You're doing it, though? Yeah, I don't know shit about computers anymore. (laughs) I don't... That shit changes way too quickly. Yeah, but... Yeah, no, I, I... I got the job at the Toyota dealership, and... Cause I had, I was in there every weekend anyway, buying parts. And then, um, I found, you know, once you're in, once you're in the automotive sphere, like 
someone else you know also works there and has a better job. So you go there and you just leapfrog around till you find something. So I've been here almost over. I've been here more than two years now. It'll be two and a half years now. And uh, yeah, it's pretty cool so far. So so far. So it's it's mm. it's definitely even like the worst day here is so much better than dealing with Geico bitching about the price on a Nissan Altima bumper cover. Yeah, that is the number one thing you have to tell yourself. You're like, hmm, this kind of sucks, but hey, I'm around a lot of cool shit right yeah, now, and I could real. be doing some real greasy crappy work <laughs> also there's ac here which is a yes, good that is you know, a huge nice. bonus the whole building is air conditioned <laughs> true true and in that it's either really hot or really freaking cold <laughs> uh that's that's really funny i um i i also skipped over normally as part of the beginning of the show we we talk about uh, any cool cars that we have seen throughout the week or months between recordings or whatever okay listen it's it's primarily because i drive for a living basically so i'm on the road every day uh so it's always i've always seen or usually i've seen something jordan usually talks about something that's here and pierce usually talks about something that you know just dilapidated that's fallen apart in his shop or something like that (laughs) anyways uh Oh God! <laughs> oh, here we go. Who, who is this? Uh, oh, here we go. Other coworkers. Ah. Have I have the I met this guy? I dragged him know. down from me. We'll talk. I guarantee it. Fair enough. Um. Anyways, the the most in, I I I drove like thirteen hundred miles two weeks ago. It was terrible. I had to go back and forth to um, what was uh what was the name of that stupid town? Plattsburgh, Plattsburgh, New York. New York. Yes. Doug's I'm homeland. Sorry. It it uh that is far away from here. Um, from a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's people uh, don't realize there's a little bit of New York that's not the middle of nowhere, and then there's the other ninety percent that is. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. It was it was brutal. Uh I don't re- recall seeing anything interesting on the entire drive all the way up there, which is devastating because usually on 95 there's something uh on the way here i'm in the express lane in the toll lane before coming across the bridge i'm in the left lane and i hear behind me like turbo noises like loud turbo noises i'm like what in the and like frantically like you know trying to search and look at my mirrors and in the blind spot and everything like that and i'm getting <laughs> i'm getting ricer flyby by a volvo semi hell yeah (laughs) i i was a little anxious to get here so i was not going slow and i got blown by i mean blown by it he wasn't hauling anything it was just the cab it just like like flying (laughs) past me that's amazing (laughs) i i he he had to have been nudging 100 like i it was it was insane and th- there was, uh, there were other people on the like. I mean, it was not not busy. Like uh, he he was moving that thing. Good lord. 
I love it when truckers clearly own the rig that they're driving and it's like just modded to hell like crazy, yeah, crazy turbo noises. Semi makes all the turbo noises, anti-lag and everything you else. You can see this thing from space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I, are we doing cars that we've seen? Oh, Mike, what do you got? Well, I was going to say cars that I've seen, but it was actually I was lucky enough to build it. I was a Mark IV, a Mark IV Supra that came in here and was a factory twin turbo manual Mark IV Supra that was bone stock and had 300,000 miles on it. And the guy, it was the guy. I think I talked about this on the last one. (laughs) So the guy who owns it now bought it from the original owner who is an old lady who literally daily drove this manual Mark IV Supra, twin turbo Mark IV Supra. And and, kept it under a tree. Yeah. And, okay. Oh, the paint is beyond The paint is terrible, but, like, honestly, this thing has 300,000 miles, is a twin turbo car. From New Hampshire, I believe. From New Hampshire. And it's not that rusty. It's really not bad. It's not that bad, all things considered. And when it came in here, we drove it in and out. The thing still ran and drove, like, with some maintenance, it would, you could have daily driven the thing still. Mm -hmm. It, It was... Extremely this is cool. why I buy Toyotas. Yeah, extremely cool car that I'll probably never. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was really cool. And so I'm- now it makes 650 wheel on 30 year old yep. suspension, tires, and bushings. Yep. Yeah, it was it was cool taking pictures of it bone stock, and now taking pictures of it with, you know, all big single turbo. You know, a really really nice billet manifold, and you know all the goodies. And driving it is. Uh, as fun as it is terrifying because all I I know that it's on 30-year-old suspension components and brakes and rusted brake lines and everything else, but it is great. It makes all the good noises now. Yeah, it it really does make all the good noises. It sounds exactly like the big turbo super you would imagine it to be. Dylan is also here now. Dylan, what did you see that was cool this week? So I showed up very late to this and am half intoxicated. Um, what have I seen recently or in general? Oh, man, that's a loaded it's, it's question. Probably, it's probably my bone stock Civic Si going around Dominion. That's probably What did you make on thing. the dyno? Uh, I made 170, 155 torque. I, I thought you were going to make 180, so it's, I was it's, close. It's honestly not bad. Yeah, that's pretty good. You would, pretty you'll you be good. amazed when you see the fuel. Like, this thing does not know what to do with fueling, fueling? and it's like... It's completely what out is, or it goes, fueling. Dude, it goes from, like, 13 AFR down to, like, 10, back back up to 13, and then, like, tapers back down to 10, and it's just, it's it's and pretty amazing, V-Tech hits somewhere in there. No yeah, one it's, knows. Pretty, it's pretty That's funny. sweet. No tune, just sending it. It's pretty good, but yeah. we're gonna, I'm going to smooth it out. Don't worry. So, um, as far as, like, craziest thing I've seen, um, that's, that's, that's a very hard question, because... I've been I've been in this industry long enough where I've seen some wild stuff, um, so it's it's one of those questions you have to process for a minute. <laughs> You're processing. You have been this whole time. You've been yeah, rambling. Gone. Um, so the the Mark III Supra I had when I first came to the shop that was a 1.5 J, with a um, I want to say it was Precision 6262 on it was pretty sweet, and it actually made decent horsepower. It felt good. But it was kind of sketchy, um, but it came out really nice because it was the first time I got to play with a Mark III. Um, oh, this is the car with the the Phantom 5th gear that was somewhere. 
the fan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Couldn't find it. We knew it was there, but you don't need fifth, fourth. Is <laughs> yeah. Yes. We have no yeah, idea. Yeah, it did have a CD009 in it. It was, the gearing wasn't, it wasn't just fifth, though. It was like, it kind of chose. <laughs> today you have these gears. Yeah, today you Tomorrow have one, have two, those. and three. Tomorrow you have one, three, and five. <laughs> and it made like five, it just made, like, I swear, it made shy a 600 wheel. I could have sworn it did two, but um, we'll, we'll call it six. We'll call it 580. We'll call it 580. <laughs> Either way, it was uh, it was pretty fun and professionally uh, sketchy. However, I have dealt with much sketch here in the past where uh, you probably shouldn't be driving the car on a legal road because it's either rotted out or um, just not put together well. You know, honestly, that's kind of how when I was driving that Mark IV Supra that I was just talking about that has all the extremely old stock suspension components driving it and you know making sure that it was all good for the person to take home doing a third gear pull in that thing i was like holding on for dear life hoping that the wheels weren't going to fall fall off this thing and it was like i mean it did not but it was just pretty sketchy because i know what the underneath of that car looks like and i know how untouched the thing is Only for 300 slightly miles. less sketchy on the dyno oh I'm let sure. me tell you <laughs> i don't know if anything beats the wrangler on like 33s with the ls swap that i had on the dyno <laughs> the tires expanded as i did the pull <laughs> i would have gone and pulled the trigger somewhere and just been like i'm sick i'm going home I would say, though, the sketchiest thing I've ever had, though, uh, is a personal vehicle. I had an S13 hatch um, with an RB25 in it. And I drove, after building that thing, I drove it from Jacksonville, North Carolina, all the way to Maine, where I'm from. And looking back at the situation now, I mean, this had to be seven, eight years ago. Looking back at the situation now... That car should have never left my driveway. Um, not that it wasn't fun or great, but I mean, I just knew so little that it really should have just not worked. But it did. It worked miraculously. It worked in spite of you. Oh, yeah, it worked great. I had no idea what I was doing. It had a uh, piggyback, a, a Pexy FC commander. Um, I had it professionally tuned somehow. Like, literally, somehow it made it through tuning at a professional shop. And um, I loaded everything up that I owned in this car, and I drove it from Jacksonville, North Carolina, to uh, Bridgeton, Maine, which is in the middle of nowhere. Uh, and I remember racing this guy in a Camaro. He had a fifth-gen Camaro through Baltimore. And I just, I, I'm Sound not joking. Right. I had everything I owned in this car. <laughs> Did you see him out your passenger window? Oh, no. The passenger seat was loaded. Yeah. I couldn't afford a U-Haul and I fit a small townhouse worth of shit in this car. <laughs> everything that I could fit in this car was what I now owned. I lost a lot. But the car was incredibly fun and I wish I never got rid of it. But man, when I say sketchy, like, the uh, the right front, like the right headlight worked sometimes 
it would choose. Even if I put the light up because it was a flip-up light. As soon as you walk away, no, fuck you. Yeah. Well, sometimes it'd be like while I'm driving. I could be like driving and all of a sudden the road in front of me got dim because the light would stop working. All of a sudden your car lost death perception. I got a fun story about that. Uh, at a previous job, we had a uh, a Tacoma as a work truck. Uh, four with it. Uh, like an 09 probably Tacoma. I drove it around for an embarrassingly long amount of time with no headlights because because the fog lights worked and they were <laughs> they were bright enough that it didn't like I just couldn't tell and there's there was no like light out indicator or, or anything. It was just like totally fine and I and it's not like one of them was out so I could see the imbalance. It was just like, well, I guess this just has dim headlights. Like, I, I, <laughs> and then my my boss got in it uh, like a, a couple months like later, or uh, yeah, I guess I guess it was a month or two later or whatever. And um, was like, why why are the headlights so dim? <laughs> he, he I think I think he texted me or something like that. Why are the why are the headlights in the truck so dim? I was like, I I don't know. They've just always been that way. And then he sent me a picture of the front of it at night, and there was no, just nothing except for the fog lights. I want to know what fog lights those were, because if they were that bright, I I I don't know. I just like it's like the the parts store special. Hello, five hundred. We we just. <laughs> I also so, so rarely even really drove it at night that like it didn't even matter. It didn't even really matter. Yeah. So uh, I don't know, but. I I do remember also trying to like replace the bulbs or or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I replaced the bulbs and like couldn't get the connector plugged all the way back in. Like I'm just I'm giving her all the beans and just could not for the life of me get it get it plugged back in. You're missing like a whole prong and it's just work- <laughs> <laughs> it's just working. Freaking Toyotas, man. Were you at the track cross this weekend? So I did make it to partial of the track cross. Um, however, I did not drive. Uh. Um, my Subaru that I would be willing to track is not running. Um, go figure. And I mean, it's um, a Subaru, so. I recently picked up a C6 Vet that uh, I've learned very quickly that those cars humble you. So um, with the... With the oh, with the walls at the track at Dominion and a little circuit track experience I have, I didn't feel like tracking my car with the potential of wrecking it that I still owe money on. I, I've, I I've learned that lesson when I was younger. Um, so I'm hoping now that I have two vehicles, I can turn my Subaru into more of a track car and more of a play car um, and have way more fun with it. So... Maybe the next one, probably next year, I get it squared away. I have a funny feeling that there is a hole in a piston. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to need you to not breeze past that like you didn't just say what you just said. Why, why, did, you say, why did you say it like, like that? Where you're like, I, uh, you're like a, you're, you sound like a commentator right now when you're talking. <laughs> and you're like, it's like a, uh, like a hole in a piston. Cause, I mean, it's I mean, it's a, as much as I love Subarus, I feel like uh, without me saying that there is a hole in the piston, 
I mean, come on. The car owes me absolutely nothing. I've beaten on this thing. So here, here's a question. When you fix the Outback, um, do you think that do you think that your built engine Subaru Outback will turn a faster lap time than my bone stock Civic Si? Part of me wants to be like, "F yeah," and say that it absolutely will, and part of me doesn't want to say that because I'm gonna jinx myself. So, and, and, but even though I I just watched, I didn't get to drive during the trash the track cross, but I did watch Mike take turn six on his sidewalls. <laughs> no, 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 on my rim. It was yeah, almost, rims, on rim, my almost touching rim. <clears throat> I don't know. I I, I want to stay humble for what my times would be and what uh, what the, the car is capable of. But I would hope this thing, it's it's an Outback, too, to clarify what kind of Subaru it is. It's an Outback. Yeah, it's a big car. It's a big it's car. It's a big car, but it it's probably a- makes roughly twice the power that my Civic my Civic does. Yeah, yeah. When it's working. Hey, when it's working. <laughs> and it's a Subaru, so that's now, rarely. With, with, except now. It, it's always worked decently. It has, yeah. yeah and now, true. And yeah. now you daily drive a C6 Corvette, and it's just never going to work right again because it, it's mad it's at jealous. you. <laughs> it's jealous. It's pissed. It gave up the garage spot. And oh, to the Corvette. And now it's just sitting out in oh, the cold, man. and it's pissed. And you, we act like cars are just like um, metal and rubber and... And all these things that just get you to point A to point B. But, I mean, through the group of us, we all know it's not. However... Has Herbie the love bug taught you nothing? Oh, I know, right? Oh, yeah. by the way, Pierce is here. Um, I bought I bought a C6. So, background story. I bought a C6 in April. And shortly after buying it, the I have a single car garage. The Outback, who has been pampered had to start sitting out in the cold. And ever since then... <laughs> they're meant to go it's out It's all back. in the name. You haven't seen this out back, though. It's dope. It's pretty dope. <laughs> yeah. It's not anything, like, super like crazy. <laughs> it's close. It's a winter edition. You know, I got heated wipers and heated rearview mirrors. And it's it's sweet, made spec. You know? Yeah, it's sweet. Um, but And dragon frame. Okay. It's not that low. No, it's not no. that low. It's just... It's nice. It looks it looks nice. Therefore, it's Thank probably you. too low. It got, it got it got angry that it had to give up its bedroom. <laughs> yeah. Well, so it was putting up with the abuse. So everything from like, I mean, I turned my brakes gold going through West Virginia into Virginia through the mountains. Um, that was a fun. Ex- that was the first time I faded, like actually faded my brakes, and it the car was full of camping supplies. I mean, cooler. Like tent, like everything in the back, and then and also my significant other in the passenger seat, <laughs> and I'm trying to chase Jersey and Doug, who are which in, is a bad idea on any. It day. was a great idea. It was a great idea. <laughs> Jersey and Doug. Jersey's in a 240. That's practically, I wouldn't say gutted, but it's an overpowered paperweight. Is the only way to put that thing. I also at the time I don't think he cared for anything except trying to keep up with you, Doug. Yeah. And as we've learned, Doug is very hard to keep up with. So the, the Outback kept up downhill through these, these turns through, uh, there's a section through West it was Virginia. It um, the Literally the border of West Virginia and Virginia. Yeah, it was after the overlook on 33. Yeah, and if you have time, look up that section of road, 33, on the border of West Virginia and Virginia. It's crazy. Yeah, it is. 
on the downhill section, I'm, I'm keeping up with these two guys, and I made it probably halfway down. The next thing you know, I'm trying to take a left-hand turn, and not only do my brakes, like, not work but like they they really don't work like that it the pedal doesn't even exist um and we somehow i made it to the bottom of the hill miraculously without dying uh and my my rotors were not blue but gold so i didn't know they did that i didn't either <laughs> i also did not but we learned you know, there's many there's there's actually you'd be amazed with how many different colors that metal turns through like being heated it goes through like a weird stage of multiple colors i just looked up that bit of 33 and it is a a piece of spaghetti strewn across the mountain no it's it's absolutely amazing yeah it looks incredible yeah it's um it's everything that you could wish for on a mountainous road and the the road quality like the actual asphalt quality is is pretty great uh, and the, we got really lucky because s- sometimes the year it can get really busy. But the, that particular day, it really wasn't. And so what we ended up doing is we'd make our way all the way down, and there's like a little pull-off area for a hiking trail. So we'd pull off, check our cars, and turn around and be like, all right, let's do that again and go up the hill on that section. So it was like the particular, like the the Virginia side of 33 that we, we kept doing. Not that the West Virginia side wasn't amazing as well, but we kept doing that section. I think we did it like, I think we went down, up, down, up, down. Good grief. Yeah, we did it a few times. It's it's nice. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've done the same thing for, at Old Gun, just up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down, yeah. I actually was able to do 33 uh, in the Sabaru. Oh. Yeah. Um, on a family reunion that we took out there. Uh, one of the only times that I really got to stretch that car's legs. Um, and I was, I was really, like, I had, I was like arguing with myself about like, if you want, if I even wanted to drive by myself and like spend that gas and all, and I, I was really very worth grateful it. that I did. That's it's totally incredibly worth it. worth it out yeah, there. I was, I wasn't even expecting to be able to do that. But I just like was like, yeah, I'll just drive myself and at least have that like solace, you know, from being with eighty family members for a week. Um, but yeah, it was a good time for sure. I missed that car. That was a cool car. I, none more than me, bro. Yeah, I'm sure. I was gonna say, I didn't realize you were a man of such culture. Sabaru, huh? The Sabaru. I, I. What do they say? Um, uh, well, I don't know. Thing? What do I, they I, say, I, Pierce? Hold on. I have like something, something, but master of none. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, jack of all trades. Jack of all trades. So like, I have had He's dabbled in at many least things. one of like every make of vehicle, but not really consistently stayed with any one in particular. That's how you end up in a Sabaru. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, you, you have to own a Saab at some point, right? So why not make well it the one. only Saab worth owning? I was going <laughs> to say, a Sabaru is not bad. No, and as no. far, Especially as I far as, like... I think it's nicer like, than a WRX. Yeah, I agree. It's, of that generation, yeah. absolutely. It's a WRX and drivetrain, but with... All the good parts. It's like... Right, it's like yeah. a Lexus compared to a Toyota. Exactly. It was, it's, it's the it best was, parts of both. It was right, literally exactly. the, the WRX chassis and drivetrain with the legacy interior right exactly yeah yeah 
Yeah, no, they're definitely nice as far as Subarus go, I guess, in a sense. They're on the nicer spectrum for sure. I think that's the only Subaru that I've owned, right? As as far as I know. Did it leave you running and driving? That's the question. Yes, actually. um, What happened was uh, a... No, it it did run. It did run. Hard to drive. (laughs) Does it have a hole in the piston? No, 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 no. Actually, yeah, the engine was running pretty well. Oh, then you're good. I mean, well, so so what happened was uh, as I was merging from uh, Chippenham to 95... There's like that little like you go past the sewage treatment plant. There's like that little like twisty turnaround thing. A 16-year-old girl with no license, no insurance, and bald tires. Oh no! Decided to total it for me. Oh no! Okay, so, so you didn't even yeah. So it didn't really leave you. It just oh, it got, left it, me for it, sure. It, I mean, it got taken from yeah, me. And then somebody yeah. else bought it from um, him well, and then so used I'll, it for like mud bog drag yeah. racing. Hell but actually, yeah! Actually. Uh, so I bought it back from the insurance company with like intentions of like drifting it, blah blah, whatever. And I, I was I had just got married and like it it didn't work out. So I sold it to I don't know if you guys know Roscoe. Um, he he's really popular with us junk fiends. <laughs> he 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 deals in junk cars, um, and I love him because he sells me crap for really cheap. Uh, <laughs> He he sold me he sold me the Corona. I was the first person that he messaged when he picked up the Corona. He was like, "I have your next car." <laughs> um, so I I sold it to him, and he actually dealt with Chris at Fortune to develop their like off-road coilovers. That that was the test mule for their off-road series. What is of it? Coilovers. What, what was make that? Those? I don't think they do anymore. Unfortunate. What kind of car was that car? Was Corona? The Corona? It's a Toyota. It's a, Toyota. Toyota. It's oh, a okay. 1976 Toyota Corona. Oh, okay, see, I didn't even. I didn't. I've never heard of that. To be yeah. Honest. Well, the, nobody else has. The car, <laughs> the car that we, he was talking about that is was used at Fortune was the Sabaru. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, sorry, okay, sorry, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. So I mean, it, it you know it it left my hands and went on to live a better life. But and as far as I know. He sold it to someone else who did try to do rally stuff with it. And, like, the motor always ran. But it was, like, the right rear was, like, totally, like, the wheel was, like, 90 degrees of camber. And, you know, so. Um, R.I.P. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that was that was a great car for sure. I was prepared to have that car for the rest of my life. Yeah, I think we were all prepared for you to have that car. Yeah, just like the all-track <laughs> Everybody decides so heavily. What is? I've, I, so the all track yeah. so was also another car that got taken from me. The, uh, and, uh, so many sides and, and the Celica. The yeah, yeah. The, oh my uh, gosh, you have a terrible. You have terrible luck with people. Yeah, I, I'm assuming destroying your cars yeah. for the, you. The 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 183 was mostly my fault. Yeah. Although the guy like in front of me definitely brake checked after he left the stop sign and then brake checked. So I ran into the back of him, but but the he had there was the the parts manager at uh, a Toyota dealership down in Chester had a first gen Celica Alltrack, like an '88 Celica Alltrack that was in like amazing shape, and he sold it to a friend of ours' mom. She and I did a lot of work on it for her. To he like, sold two of those cars. Did he have another one? Oh, yeah, he had the a blue gray, and the white one. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And then Mike has the white one. 
or Mike's, Mike Owens doesn't Mike didn't wasn't it on Mike's property for a long time? Uh, anyway. Oh, that might be true, but he never owned it. Okay, whatever. Um, it was a really really nice first gen Celica all track, and uh, Pierce ended up coming into possession of it. So after some time. long story short, like the the woman who owned it died. It sat around for a long time, and like the paint got faded, and like just went. It just like it sat around, and so then like the first time they went to start it after it had been sitting. Uh, the timing belt shredded. <clears throat> I put that timing belt on. <laughs> it's your fault immediately. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I picked it up, um, put a timing belt on it, and just drove it. Like I mean, it wasn't it wasn't really in great shape anymore, and there was a lot of stuff that needed to be done. I couldn't really hit full boost because um, the clutch was slipping. The clutch was definitely. Slipping. And I was like, man, I mean, and that's like a whole subframe down motor out job on that car. So I was like, man, I really don't want to do this clutch. And I ended up not needing to. So Yeah. But um, I, I left a green light Damn. on Broad Street and a box truck that ran the red light um, coming from my right side ran over the hood of the car with his rear wheels. Um, that was such a cool car. I yeah, loved it so it was, much. And I'll never be able to afford another one now. No, not at all. No. Or find one. Mm-mm. <laughs> And I was here. I literally came here tonight to hear about how my RX-7 yeah. performed last weekend. Yeah. Uh, so tell me about it. Well, it needs an alignment really bad. Like it has a really basic like street alignment. It has okay. zero amounts of camber, and it really needs some. Um, I'm putting. I'm he. Have you heard about the roll bar that he got? I heard that he put a roll bar in it. It's not in it yet. Uh, oh. But he has. It's a. It's a weld it together yourself kit. Uh, and we're going to weld it together ourselves at my house at some point this winter. Okay. And then I think he's going to try to do, I think, try to do Hyperfest. Nice. At least Hyperdrive. I'm also trying to do Hyperfest this year. In the fit? Well, I'm, I'm trying to come to Hyperfest. Oh, sure. I'll probably be there in the suburban towing a camper. But Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. So, yeah. Can Rad. a camper tow a fit? <laughs> not behind not not a toe behind camper no <laughs> but that's interesting that you say that he has no camber because like none when i put the coilovers on it i could not get the camber out like it was stuck like the most that i could get was negative two i guess i get it had it was like the the wheels were vertical really yeah Something last like time that. it was dynoed it made 118 nice <laughs> it's had a lot of like that was with the like the stock cats and like the stock intake and everything, um, and since then, I, I, well, he and I have done things to it. Like it's got it's got a full exhaust now and uh, apex intake and shit like that. So. Yeah, I mean it. It looks and sounds pretty good, and I feel like he was he was pretty consistent all day. Has he been on track with it before? No. Or was that it? That was his first time. I th- yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean I. He he does have some track experience though, so it's he's not. It wasn't his first track day. He he tracked the uh, the BMW wagon. Oh, and he did the autocross six. the BMW. He yeah. did autocross the six a yep. lot. Yeah. But I think that's I, does autocross count as track stuff? Well, I mean, competitive driving experience. Sure. Okay, sure. Yeah. 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 For sure. I mean, he knows how to steer. I yeah. guess <laughs> is what I would say about that. Like, yeah, he was doing good. Yeah, he was he was doing real good. Yeah, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I think he was improving on his times all day. Yeah, he was. He was he was like really tight with uh, Dwayne's times early on, and then I think Dwayne's the power gap kind of left him in the afternoon once the full full course opened up. Who is Dwayne? 
He has a um, WRX or no, what is it? It's a Legacy GT. I'm sorry. Uh, I forgot what year. I think it's a 2000 or 2001 Legacy GT that he put a JDM WRX engine in. Oh, nice. So it's a 9 to 1 compression EJ205. Okay. Yeah. And he's running out of micro squirt. A micro squirt? Oh, that's what that's what Doug's car runs on. No, too. no. Or no, no. Doug's runs on no. a Raspberry Pi. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's more correct. It's a mini squirt to you. No, it actually runs on hopes and dreams. Everything <laughs> possible the Subaru. The ECU he told me it was running on, I literally never heard of. Uh, 